While it's certainly preferable to share corrective feedback face-to-face, current conditions still may not allow for it. The sustained shift to remote work and now the slow return to the office has crimped the communication of many leaders, especially when they're called upon to share difficult news from a distance. The result? Low-grade, infrequent feedback that often resembles a prey sandwich and glosses over the delicate but necessary information employees sometimes need to hear. Withholding feedback? It comes at a cost. A study by CEB showed that companies with a culture of open communication had a 270% higher 10-year shareholder return than those who operated in silence. That's a big difference. And research from management firm Zanger Folkman noted that employee engagement rose when managers provided honest feedback, even when it was corrective in nature. When you can't have these difficult conversations in person, try the following low-barrier feedback strategies to bridge that distance and ease that discomfort. Step one, plot the conversation. Research shows that rehearsing the steps and sequence of an action can actually lead to concrete improvement. It's called shadow practice, and psychologists have shown it to be particularly effective as a tool for entering into highly charged conversations. Start by imagining yourself in prime communication form. Is your voice calibrated? Is it measured? Do you have open posture? These visioning exercises will prepare you for peak performance when it really counts. Once you've established your presence, draw up a list of positions or arguments you expect to hear from the other person. What objections will they raise? How is he or she likely to respond to your position? Can you counter with additional evidence or arguments? Laying out the conversation ahead of time, will help you stay calm and focused in the moment, especially if you're expecting a contentious conversation. Step two, shrink the problem. When we're not talking to people in person, issues can sometimes feel distorted or much larger than they actually are. And when that happens, others tend to resist and retreat to the safety of ideas and behaviors they already trust. It's called the endowment effect. And it's a pretty powerful countermeasure that we rely upon whenever our safety is questioned or our status is challenged. And it tends to produce a vicious cycle of defensiveness, distrust, and even escalation. When you're working remotely, the best way to solve big problems is to make them smaller. Instead of delivering a sweeping critique, try right-sizing your feedback so that it focuses on specific events and recent issues. Avoid that information dump, and whatever you have to do, make sure you communicate in a slow drip rather than a sudden burst. It'll increase the likelihood that others can actually act upon your feedback with greater clarity and comfort. One of my clients, an international software developer, made pretty good use of this shrinking strategy. Instead of delivering months of narrative feedback at the end of a quarter, Managers decided to share micro-messages with members of their team every Friday in a quick Zoom meeting. These small exchanges have really paid big dividends, and the frequency and the format of these conversations have kept the feedback cycle tight. Step three, widen the feedback circle. People rarely get better all by themselves, but it's not easy taking criticism from colleagues. It may even cause others to seek validation from new peer groups. That's what some recent research confirmed. 
This dynamic can change with the creation of challenge networks, small group cohorts where peer feedback is normalized and even encouraged. To get started with these small challenge networks, ask employees to suggest two to three colleagues for their own challenge network based on compatibility and trust. They should feel comfortable with members of the group who can provide just-in-time guidance and support, widening that feedback circle and keeping communication lines open. Once managers help convene these forums, it's best to maintain a respectful distance, leaving room for candid talk without fear of repercussion. Not only do challenge networks alleviate the feedback burden placed on managers, they also add new layers and depth to the picture of performance. Helping your team find additional sources of support and even the occasional nudge can go a long way towards easing the isolation many workers may experience while working from home or in a hybrid model. Plot the conversation, shrink the problem, widen the feedback circle. These three practices can help you make sure that others received well-formed, right-sized feedback that draws upon multiple sources. It's a great way for you as a leader to make sure that people not only stay informed about what's going on, but keep tabs on their progress and making sure that you continue to develop a stronger sense of team rapport, collaboration, and connection, no matter where work gets done. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, please rate and review the show. It helps others find us. For more wishes and other ways to help your team communicate with impact, visit my website, joehirsch.me. See you next time.